Um, I'm going to be playing a song. Where are you? Gangnam! 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 Arlao ke kadak! Ajay Atullao! This is the sound of Ajay Atul. Bring it on, baby. What is happening? Yeah, bring it on, baby! Oh my god. I should have entered to this at my wedding. Doesn't the guy on the right kind of look like Ranveer Kapoor when he's old? That's what I said yesterday. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, you know god. that that one like five minute song is better than the entire three hours of Animal. <laughs> oh, such a good song. So good. Arjun Veli who? Arjun Veli what? <laughs> What's up guys? Welcome to the Bago Janta Bollywood Weekly Podcast where three idiots share their opinions and takes on upcoming movies, TV shows, and gossip. Hope you guys enjoy. That song was also an animal. Did you do? You, did you recognize it? Oh, it was. Yeah, it's not an animal song, but it was a song they played in the headphones first when they started shooting people. Oh, that's how you guys know it. Because we were like, we were talking the other day. We were like, what was that catchy ass song <laughs> before our general? <laughs> that entire scene, I guess, was just trying to take us on a musical journey. Yeah. The one good thing about that scene, I'd say. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Animal. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, we're not. I didn't even watch the Archies. <laughs> Great. Uh, do you guys ever think about like how hard A.R. Rahman went on Chiggy Wiggy? He really did. I mean, he didn't need to go so hard, but he oh, did. He did. He did make that album. He made Chiggy Wiggy, dude. When Sonu Nigam comes in. Oh, dude, when Sonu Nigam comes in, it just... What else has he made? <laughs> what know. else has A.R. Rahman made? Hmm. Yeah. It's just Chiggy Wiggy, one hit wonder. One, yeah, one hit wonder. Also, what happened to Arman? What is he doing? Chilling. Like, what's he up to? He's just Chiggy vibes. What's that, Michelle? He's just Chiggy Wigging. <laughs> Would you say that Chiggy Wiggy is a more romantic song than Hookah Bar? Damn, you know that's that might be the most difficult question anyone's ever asked me. No, I, I, I do think uh, no, I, I think it is because you get Sonu Nigam on on your song. That's obviously like a more romantic song already. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if a girl ever asked me, if, if she ever told me she wants to chiggy wiggy with me, yeah, I'd, I'd be into that actually. So, are you Sonu Nigam in this situation? We are all Sonu Nigam on this last day. <laughs> Shit. 
You know, I, um, whenever I think about Sonu Nigam, I think about that video of him uh, singing the different versions of the Ismar Khan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, he sang the Thismar Khan song in 54 voices. What a Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> he definitely put more like effort into that song than he needed to. I don't know why I always think about that. I don't even remember how the song went. I just remember that this man can't think. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's the only part I remember that song. <laughs> we should start the podcast. How about that? We already did. This is all uh, a very important part of the podcast. That's right. That's right. I bet there's some listeners out there that just listen to the intro and listen to us talk about nonsense and then turn it off when we start talking about the real stuff. Yeah, that's what I would do. The very real stuff, such as a very close analysis of Suhana Khan's acting, which I'm about to do today. Yoded. All right. So today we are going to be reviewing The Archies, directed by Zoya Akhtar and starring, which Nepo kid should I start with first? I'll start off with Agastya Nanda, uh, Kushi Kapoor, Suhana Khan, Vedang Raina, Mihir Auja, Aditi Dot Segal, and Yuvraj Minda. Um, based off the Archie's comics, did you guys read the Archie's comics? Nope. No, no. All I know really. about the Archie's is the Riverdale show. Did you watch Riverdale? I did. I watched the first season and then like a little bit of the second season, but apparently it really went off the rails. Yeah, I never watched. I didn't even watch Riverdale, so I have no context for the Archie's. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But yeah, let's start off on, um, I guess I'll just ask you guys how you guys liked it. <laughs> Or I guess let, I'll watch Sonu first because me and Shalu had a very, very, uh, we had the same experience. <laughs> Has you guys watched it together? Yeah. Without um, me? Yeah. Um, wow. Well, you were on a plane. So? You're right. TFTI still. I would have made it work. On the plane? Yeah. You know what I, I should have done is that I should have uh, gotten my jetpack like Baton did. And then just fly to wherever your location was for the plane. Just open the emergency exit, grab you and Keisha, while the entire plane just falls apart. And then we all see Archie's together. No, you should have gotten those uh, suits in Race 3, the ones that make them look like flying squirrels. Oh, yeah. Like, there's, no, there's no fuel or anything. They're just flying with gravity and God. I will, I will say both of these scenarios would be better than this movie. <laughs> So, I mean, I will, okay, I think, I think it was marketed wrong, or I don't know what it was, but anyways, I felt like I was watching a Disney movie, and more specifically, a Disney Channel movie, right? Like, I think I would have enjoyed this movie when I was, like, 12 or 13, and I watched, like, Camp Rock and High School Musical, because, like, that's exactly what I got from this movie, and that's Camp it, Rock. like, nothing, nothing more than that. I thought it was, like, entertaining enough. I guess. I, I will say this. I th- I just, this type of like teenage movie is like not my cup of tea. I don't think I've ever liked, like, a, well, not only a teenage, like a teenage musical. I'm just like not really into it. I don't think I've ever, I've never been into the Disney Channel movies. I've never been into like high school musical and camp rock. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely not the target audience uh, for this movie. I don't think any of us are, honestly. Um, I just um, really, I just like enjoyed the dance sequences. I mean, speaking of which, that like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a boomer now, 
but like I just couldn't get into like the dance sequences, the songs, um, the acting, which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't really hit anything for me. I mean, I will say it wasn't awful. Like at at the same time, like I didn't think this was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it just kind of was one of those things I like. I watched in the background. Like I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I try to really get into it. Um, me and Shalu, like, I'm not kidding when it took us, we started this movie at what, like 3 p.m. Shalu? And then we finished it at like 10.30. Cause like <laughs> the only way we could have like enjoyed this experience was by making it into a drinking game. <laughs> Which ended up being a huge mistake. <laughs> Do you want to explain it? No, you go ahead, man. It's your, your experience. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so Vishal and I decided to do a drinking game with Archie's because we were bored as fuck on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and um, we went on Reddit. Uh, someone already made, like, a Reddit post of, like, hey, well, like, I'm trying to do an Archie's drinking game. Like, what are some rules? I would like to read some of the rules, if you don't mind. Please do. Um, please do. Yes. Bro, there was only, like, three rules, and we were getting drunk. I mean, that's, it's so funny because, like, the way their list reads, it sounds as if, like, the person started to, like, try to make a list, but then they just failed and, like, they, like, gave up at the end. And the way it's, the way it's written, too, is, like, they also got, like, progressively way too drunk while writing it. (laughs) They never, they were never able to finish the drinking game. Pretty much. Um, so one of, one of the rules is every time Suhana Khan whispers her dialogue and you increase volume of your TV. Um, I got pretty drunk because of that rule alone. Dude, like, so many times where Shalu's like, what did she say? And then I was like, that's a drink, bro. <laughs> um, every time one of the three male leads is on screen and you have to ask yourself, which one is that again? Every time uh, Dilly, or whatever his name is, uh, the, the the guy with the glasses, says, thank you. And everyone Yo, You have to say it right. Him. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, and whenever they just break out into a song out of nowhere. So those were the three rules. And with those three rules alone, we got drunk within the first 10 minutes of the movie. I think they really just like did it wrong. They should have released this on Disney Channel India like 10 years ago. It would have done great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, naturally, like us being like such huge fans of Zoya out there and come to find out, Fran Uther is also heavily involved in this with the dialogues and whatnot. Oh, he wrote the dialogues? Yeah, Yeah, he got credit for it. Do you know how Uh, disappointing that is? Wow. And like, oh no, no, what's even more disappointing is that Shankar San Lo is like the music director for this movie. That was just like, I don't even, I feel like they all decided, they like all came together one day and they were like, you know what? We're done trying. Let's just like have a little fun, and that's exactly what they did, dude. If exactly. they try, if their whole motive was to troll us, then they did a fantastic job. Yeah, because you you think like, your expectations are higher, right? And I don't know if that's fair, but I'm like surprised they even made this movie, <laughs> like in greenlit. <laughs> like, what the story sucked. Like, I within the first ten minutes, I knew what the movie was going to be, which made it so much harder for me and Shelly to finish this. Yeah, and then also, yeah, the most, I think for me personally, the most disappointing part was the dialogues, which is written by Fran Uther. He's written some of the best dialogues in Bollywood. So, again, I'm not the target audience for this. So, I feel weird like saying that I don't like it, but I, I just don't think it was even a well made movie for teenagers. 
Yeah, I mean, nobody looks at High School Musical and thinks like, wow, that's some like really good writing. Like nobody, nobody ever says that. Like High School Musical and Camp Rock, people literally just enjoy because it's like fun to make fun of. And it's like a part of our childhood. But like, obviously, like now, you know, I think it's like, I think it is the marketing of this movie too. Like they marketed it as if it was going to be like this like massive blockbuster release. If they had marketed it more towards like teenagers, then maybe like it would make more sense. But I mean, you know, you see like literally that team of people, right? Zoya Akhtar, Farhan Akhtar, Shankara Sandoy, and you think, oh, like this is going to be like some good cinema. <laughs> it was not. You, this was marketed as a as a blockbuster movie because freaking every superstar's kid is involved with this movie, so they had to. That was the whole yeah. point of the movie was to launch these kids pretty awful launch in my opinion like you really think people are gonna watch this and be like wow like i'm so excited to see these people in more movies seeing kushi and suhana made me miss ananya pande dude (laughs) like i I would definitely like fire up like a john Kapoor movie over this than watching this again like i don't know um i mean john Kapoor's debut was a lot more like serious than this one for sure like she had to do a lot of emotional acting in her first movie. Let's talk about the performances. And before we get into like shitting on everyone, like, was there any performances that you guys liked? Cause I think there, for me, there was a clear, like better performer than the rest. Dude, even the adults were not good in this yeah. movie. And yeah. they chose like all like really good actors to play yeah. the adults. I guess I'm talking about the, um, the, all the kids that were launched. Was there anyone that you were impressed with? No one, to be honest, <laughs> it was all pretty mediocre. Um, you know the kid that played Jughead? Yeah. I thought he was better than the rest. I believe that was uh, Mihir Ahuja. For, for me, it was also Jughead, Mihir Ahuja, but also Vidang Raina. He's he's the one that, um, what was his name, Reggie or something? Um, yeah. He was Jughead's friend, right? Or no, was he the other kid's friend? I, mean, I don't even remember. He, they're all friends. <laughs> no, but he was homies with the, the gay dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like best friends. Yeah, and I think, like, in terms of, like, potential, I think I see the most potential on Vidang, actually. Everyone else, I mean, Augustio was fine. He wasn't, like, he didn't blow me away. Like, he, at least he could dance. And, like, I guess it wasn't as bad as Christian Suhana for me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, like, as the time they were on the screen, like, my brain just wasn't in it. Like, I wanted to do literally anything else. Can I can I just explain my experience watching these three Nepo babies on screen? Yes. And it's not what you think I'm going to say. I've talked a lot about nepotism on this podcast. I'm not going to talk about it on in this episode because I think people get it. Um, when I was watching this movie, I thought I was watching a mini a baby version of Abhishek and yeah. uh, Shah Rukh playing a 17-year-old girl and uh, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> that's how i yeah. felt watching this <laughs> yeah 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 i know uh kushi kapoor looks a lot like Anne hathaway for god knows why i mean like in terms of their acting i thought all three of them honestly were pretty similar to me like they just they just seemed like they were reciting their lines yeah suhana seemed like she just like not confident like just in her like delivery of her dialogues because she was just yeah, she's just, you're right. I am a Shah Rukh fangirl, so I was hoping that Suhana Khan's acting would be good because she's got the genes for it. Um, but I guess so does Kushi Kapoor because Sri Devi is 
was like a really good actress. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't impressed with any of them. Maybe it was like a a thing of like you know it being their first movie and them being nervous about it. But like, there's a lot of people that do their first movies <laughs> and they've delivered like good performances. Yeah, um, that's what I was about to say. It's like every they're not like there are some actors whose like movie debut have been pretty well. I would say Babu um, Khan. Can we talk Bob about him? Yeah. You will. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like that excuse either because it's like the other side of it is like, okay, these actors have had like, they have every resource <laughs> they could possibly ask for provided to them. The acting coaches, freaking their mom and dads. Like, I don't know how that's like an excuse. They also have the luxury of time because they're so young. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what else to even say about this movie. Like, it looked nice. I guess I'll give it to that. Like the cinematography was nice. It it did feel like what is this the nineteen sixties or something? Um, yeah, I think the yeah the cinematography was nice and it had the look of a Zoya Akhtar movie. Like I think the world building was really nice. Um, but yeah, the the movie didn't really have any like substance or depth at all. Speaking of Zoya Akhtar, like she went she went, had an interview and said that she auditioned like hundreds of people <clears throat> bullshit and then came up with these guys yeah bullshit <laughs> it's all that bullshit. is complete if she actually had an audition of hundreds of people and then chose them based on their like acting skills then there would be different people in this movie <laughs> yeah you know Zerath just said some like questionable shit <laughs> with the release of this movie yeah Throughout i mean the- i we talked we talked about what she said about you know, when people are criticizing the trailer in an earlier podcast, what else has she said? She's something she's, def- I didn't go into it. Cause I was like, I don't want to get into this again, but she was like defending nepotism again. Obviously she had to, because people would ask her because of this movie. I don't know her reasons or anything, but I mean, I she's know. also a Nepo baby, but so. here's my thing. It's like, I don't mind like Nepo kids. I mean, I do, but also like, if you can prove yourself, then fine. Oh, don't talk to me about Ranbir Kapoor. I'm still very mad. (laughs) Ranbir Kapoor was my favorite. He is still your favorite. He's not. Oh, I think he is your favorite. No, he's not coming back from that. Friendship (laughs) ended with Ranbir Kapoor. Ranbir Singh is my best friend now. (laughs) (laughs) What, What also was like, you know, kind of annoying about this movie was that they're like on this mission to save this park and you know trying to like defend the little guy and it all kind of um falls a little flat when it's you know people coming from privilege making these stories and it's not that Zoya Akhtar can't do it like she did it with Gully Boy you know but I don't know what it was about this movie like even though Zindagi and Dil Dhadakne though were also about rich people there was like an emotional depth to those movies that was just like lacking here and I think that was like the biggest problem. Even if the acting would have sucked either way, like it does come down to the writing and the script sometimes. I couldn't give two shits about the park, so I had like <laughs> no emotional connection with it. Like I and them getting back to the like, dude, honestly, I didn't care. Like yeah. I just, I just that that was my my experience with this movie is things were happening and I was just watching it. There was not a thought in my head at all as well as watching this, partially because the drinking game we played was too hard and 
I, I didn't even go that far to like even think too deep into it because we weren't meant to do that. You said it's a very yeah. surface level Disney Channel movie. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't thinking like, oh, what a great message. Not once did I even cross my head. Not once was I like, oh, that's a good performance. Uh, not once was I like, oh, that song is catchy. That's just my, I'm just being honest. Like it was out of all the movies I've seen, this was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you if you like Disney Channel movies, you should watch this movie too as like a nice background. It's just a wholesome, good old time, you know. Yeah. Just vibes, you know, just vibes, vibes. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to take it too seriously. Yeah. Can we talk about Babel Khan now? Yeah. Um, One nepo baby that I'm willing to like stand behind. Yeah. See, he's had a couple of movies that come out now, right? He's he's had Kala. And then he's had real railway men that we could talk about as well. Um, also, going back to the Archies, I was also thinking, like, wouldn't it have been better as a show? Like, so we could see these characters grow through a season or something. But, like, no, like, but was, then they would have had to, like, actually put effort into writing it. There's yeah. like 10 characters, and I'm not even know if I, like, remember, like, seventh to tenth character. Like, I don't even remember how they look. It's just like each character had a problem, which got fixed in, like, two minutes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it would have been better as a show. I actually thought it was going to be a show when the trailer came out. It looked like it was going to be a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay, but Hope. not really, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so yeah, the... should we talk about Bob Buller, just the railway men. Um, let's talk about the railway men. Um, obviously, like me and Shalu haven't finished it. You have, but I think like we've seen at least enough of it to at least talk about it. And I think we should because, you know, this is one of those... We talk about a lot of crap on this podcast, but this is not it. Dude, this is the shit we need, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so now let's talk about The Railway Men, um, which is a Netflix show starring R. Madhavan, K.K. Menon, Divyendu, and Babel Khan, uh, directed by Shiv Roval, um, which I think he's a first-time director, uh, and surprisingly produced by Yashraj Films. This story explores the Bhopal gas leak tragedy, which I personally did not know much about. I mean, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was like this bad, almost a Chernobyl-esque type of event and show. But yeah, I mean, this show is so well made. And what did you, I know you guys have only seen two episodes, but and I think it, were those are two episodes we watched together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even though like we only watched like two episodes, honestly, like... That show within, like, not even two, just, like, one episode made me feel so many emotions. And I think just depicted really, really well how it felt to be there at that time. That, like, kind of impending sense of doom that you feel in that first episode is, like, crazy. Like, it's so tangible. And, like, obviously excellent performances, um, I didn't even get to the part where like Madhavan comes in, which I was like, I need to keep watching because I love him. <laughs> um, specifically like with Babil Khan, I just, I don't know, I see him on screen and I see Irfan Khan and uh, I get a little emotional because he's just, you know, I still feel like that's such a big loss for Bollywood. Um, but yeah, Babel Khan is definitely like following in his dad's footsteps. Let's just say he's like, he like kind of, um, blew me away. Um, cinematography is really good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Vishal, you, you tell us more, like, 
give us your thoughts without spoilers. Although I guess we kind of know what happens, but yeah, I mean it's it's kind of funny that we're talking about these two projects today because although <laughs> everything that the Archies wasn't, it was the show. Like in terms of like writing performances, um, people who actually gave a shit about their project, like you could tell they cared. The set designs, like costumes, like there isn't really a weak point to, to the show. It's it's mm-hmm. for me, it was literally like a ten out of ten. It is a very dark topic, so some scenes are hard to watch. They don't really shy away from it, but they also don't show anything that's like too much or you know, like they're they're they still hand handle it in a very sensitive way. For me, um, KK Menon was definitely a standout. I, I guess he is kind of the main character of the show. And I just don't think people talk about this dude enough. I, I think he, like, in terms of acting, like, he he's up there with all the the best actors you think of, like, in the Bunker Strapati, Manoj Bajpai realm. But nobody ever, like, really talks about this dude. Um, and he's been doing it for so long. But, I mean, this, like, if you watch this show, like, I promise you, you will be blown away by his performance. Like, that that's how good he is. The show is, like, very detailed, too, right? Even the first two episodes, you could tell, like, they not only talked about this event, but everything that else that was happening in that year. Um, there's there's a lot of aspects to this. There's a lot in the show, but it didn't feel, like, messy. Um, they handled it really well. There's four main characters in the show. There's even Jui Chawla in the show, and she even gets a sh- t- chance to shine in it, too. Wait, what? Yeah, really? Jui is in it, too. Um but like each character, oh. like has their own arc, which is so beautifully shown. Yeah, it was just it was just a just really well made show. This is what we needed. <laughs> yeah, a series of just awful things that we watched. I mean, yeah, the show is just like, uh, like my heart was racing a lot. Yeah, it was like it was like the Laker game all over again. But <laughs> but obviously this this is a like a very tragic story that they had to depict and. I think th- I think the casting was on point. Yeah, I just I want to like talk a little bit about the importance of shows and movies like this. You know, I think there this year there's been a lot of talk about, you know, movies with social messages or recently with animal like movies that are very dark. And look, like the social messages in like Javan and Rocky Rani are like, yeah, they're important. But like we've talked about on this podcast before, like it's not the right medium. The writers in those movies didn't like give those uh, messages the emotional depth that they needed. And with Animal, this whole like thing about like, oh, we need like our movies to be darker and like the audiences like should be like given a movie that's darker. And it's like, dude. The Railway Men is dark. Like, you want to talk about actual, like, serious topics that, like, will trigger you? It's this. You're literally watching this horrific thing that happened with a whole town of people, a whole city of people. And, like, that that shit is dark. I don't think that the filmmakers that make those other movies really can comprehend this kind of story. Um, they don't they're not capable of writing this kind of story and this kind of screenplay and I think as an audience we should be paying a little bit more attention to like tv shows and movies like this and like not to say that like you shouldn't watch those other movies because like they serve their own purpose 
Um, I have my thoughts about whether people should watch Animal or not, but like with movies like Javan or Rocky or Rani, like, yeah, you would want like a masala entertainer sometimes, but I think when you really want like something that compels you, you should watch something like this. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, like, I, I don't really consistently need something that, you know, preaches me something or like, you know, gives me like a social, social message. Yeah. Um, but it does irk me when there are movies where like, didn't need it and then they started preaching you because like they did it just to do it just to kind of look good right like oh you know like you said in thinking some of the movies were like they're just trying to hit a list yeah and that just kind of like defeats the like artistic purpose of the movie it's like you're just doing this not as an artistic choice just because you felt like you had to i'd rather you just make a movie that is just a love story that obviously it has its own themes and whatnot but it doesn't really like try to like shove wisdom in down my nose um up your nose up my nose yeah sorry wrong uh om shanti home reference there <laughs> uh, yeah like i think there's a space for everything right like if you want to watch some evil dark shit there's that's why horror is a genre that's why some suspense you know there's crime movies that's a thing but like going back to this show and why i agree with you it's because this show is in, it's like a historical drama right so it's teaching you about what happened but not only that but like with the brilliant writing with the the of the dialogues and everything it also like questions like humanity and the government and everything and like because this was such a avoidable disaster that happened um which resulted in no consequences for whoever caused it there's just so much such a deeper meaning than just a gas leak in the show Mm -hmm. um i don't want to go into it too deeply but because there's like i'm just ruining it but um yeah uh i see what you mean um I don't know. I'm just rambling now. Does that even make sense? What I just said? No, it does. I mean, I think I think that's like, you know, it's what I'm trying to say, too, is like, I don't know. We don't need all these social messages from movies made by Karan Johar and stuff, you know, like, just give me like an entertainer. I don't need to be like preached all this stuff that I already believe in, you know, and it goes both ways, too. Right. So the problem with Rocky Irani is like they're trying to forcing it down on us. Right. Like. The problem with Animal is, is that it was intentionally trying to trigger you, being like, we could show you whatever we want. In both both cases, like it added nothing to the actual story of the movie, um, yeah. which is like, dude, like there in Animal, there was no story. There was literally like, I could show you whatever I want just because I can. That was a whole intention. Yeah. There was no theme. Like, I wouldn't mind if this dude just turned into a psychopath, womanizer, misogynist to do. It's just that th- there was no story that resulted in anything with that. And then again, Rocky Ronnie is just a generic love story. So, yeah, I, that's that's my TED Talk of the day. Thank you. <laughs> I don't need anything too deep, but it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like, pick a lane. <laughs> yeah, pick a lane, pretty much. <laughs> I think that, I mean, the general, like I've mentioned this so many times, but the general public is not going to focus on railway men. They're going to focus on like Shah Rukh Khan movies or like action movies like Javan and uh, Rocky Arani. Like they have a certain message that they're portraying. For For us, it might seem very like cheesy and like very like in our face. But when you think about like people like who watch this movie like think about the audience right you're trying they're trying to reach a message to a certain like audience i I agree like it's like i don't even know how many people have heard of the really man i mean obviously there's lots of people out there but it's definitely not a mainstream thing even if it is yrf but yeah i mean like if there is i get your point too there's like 
if you do really want to spread awareness to a situation, maybe it has to be done in a mass entertainer like Johan, um, yeah. where Shah yeah. specifically tells you to vote and you didn't know that before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get your point. I just, I just don't think it's very effective. And then also it's like, what is art even? I don't know. It's, it's just what's your preferences. Yeah. Like, like I could already smell like how donkey's going to be. Like you I can, can already smell s- it. I can smell it. Damn, I, I can. Dude, I can smell it from like a thousand miles away. Damn, that donkey smelly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll see how that is. I mean, tackling a such an such a serious topic like immigration and like refugees and stuff like that is uh, a big task. I feel like a Raju Hirani movie is just going to make very light of it, as it usually does. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is is that a good thing if, like, if Raju Hirani, like, just with this one movie, like, a lot of people are more, or at least more aware of the social issues that are going on now than they were before? Um, Even if the movie is, like, nonsense, right? And it's, like, it's it's trying to be funny. It's making light of a very serious situation again. Maybe that's just a more digestible way of watching problematic issues for the Bollywood audience. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, like, so with Three Idiots, I feel like it was done right, you know? Like, they were literally talking about something as serious as, like, suicide in that movie. But I don't know why, like, it it just, like, I feel like that movie hit the right emotional tone to talk about a topic like that and, like, how stressful schooling in India is. Recently, I guess I've just been a little disheartened with Raju Hirani movies, you know, especially with Sanju, like not not even putting aside the fact that it was like literally a propaganda movie. I mean, Sanjay, that's life was so dark. Um, and like, especially like the one scene that sticks out in my head is like when he's like um, doped out on drugs and they show him like flying through the sky and stuff like that. And it's like, do you even know like how difficult addiction is like it, this is not the way to like depict something like that that movie would have been a lot better if it was more dark yeah like i mean we've talked about this right like i wish somebody like anurag kashup made sanjay that's biopic um <laughs> but yeah it is what it is anyways but yeah like that's like that's that's just what's been in my brain with regard to like raju hirani movies so we'll see how dunky is but i'm not getting my hopes up I mean, yeah, I'm not either. I just, after watching Javon, I'm like, okay, so Donkey is going to be focusing on Shark Khan for 99% of the time, which uh, we we all know anyways. Two, like they're going to shove a message down. But I mean, it's a Rajkumar Hirani movie, so I, I, I feel like it's it won't be as bad as Javon. Well, I'll tell you what, either way, we'll be there in the theaters. That is That's true. true. We will be there. This is the problem, guys. Or not the problem. I don't know. I'm undecided. I don't know what it'll be. The trailer was very poorly cut. So, like, I only... I don't know what it'll be. Even from the trailer, like, SRK doesn't, like, look like he's acting that well. You know what I am, like, for sure going to be pissed off about? Is how CGI'd his face looks. Again. That's just going to be a thing forever. And it's like, you can't keep doing this thing where you show like, oh, it's because he's playing a younger version of himself and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, we get it. Like, but just please, it's like unsettling to see it, even if he's supposed to be playing a younger version of himself. Like, stop. Shah Rukh Khan's going to be like 99 and 
those <laughs> CGI backflips of this dude. Long oh hair. Oh my god. With a six pack and muscles and everything. Can you just talk about like the the whole shit I went through on Sunday while trying to watch Archie's? So um as mentioned, Vishal and I were doing the drinking game with Archie's. But I feel like the man upstairs was just like, why are you wasting your time with this movie? Like it's not worth it. Um, so right in the middle of the movie, while I'm enjoying like my drunk Buffalo Wild Wings order. Wait, um, the man upstairs. <laughs> you know, the man upstairs. Man There's upstairs. a man that lives above Shalu. Oh, above Shalu? Oh yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, yeah. That guy. He's kidding. <laughs> so I'm 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 like enjoying my like drunk Buffalo Wild Wings order, uh drinking my red wine, watching Archie's with Michelle, and then Boom! The power goes out. Boom! That's exactly, like, dude. Yeah, uh, like I heard it too. It was boom, and then the power went out. <laughs> yeah, boom, and the power went out. And then I, I think me spending the phone, being on the phone with the show for like an hour while I'm trying to figure out this mess I'm in, uh, was a lot better than the entirety of Archie's. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. I yeah. think what was really funny, and I was thinking about this while I was watching it, is like. Man, Shalu hates musicals. This must be torture for him. It was, dude. Baba Boom was so bad. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's the funny part was that, like, Shalu, like the power goes out, and Shalu, and this was like, I'm not even kidding. He was 50 minutes into the movie when this happened. Oh my god! Like he's just sitting there in the dark, eating like his wings, just like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they like, oh, the power just went, I'll come back in a couple minutes. Oh, no, like, it, it was out for, like, four hours. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a whole mess. I think that was just, uh, that was just a sign. Upstairs. It was just a sign that was saying, like, don't waste your time with this movie. Like, <laughs> do you should be doing other things. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of happy. <laughs> it's too bad that we do this podcast and then we're required to watch these movies. Like, I think this is a movie that I would have watched anyway, because, again, like, Zoya... Like there's one of my favorite directors. She's made some of my favorite movies. So yeah, we kind of had to watch this. I think like not obviously for the pod, but like I think I had to watch because she's like was like legendary status. Do she also we keep forgetting Gully Boy, which was good too. Yeah. Would you have finished it though if it weren't for the podcast? Absolutely fucking not. No. I, I mean that was me last week with Animal. I literally walked out like more than half more than halfway through. Like me and Keisha have actually like turned to each other within 30 minutes of the movie and we were like I was like do you want to leave? And he's like kinda. <laughs> and I was like oh, but I got to watch it for the podcast. <laughs> so we like tried to push through but like literally like halfway through we were like we can't do this anymore. <laughs> I mean I don't you know believe it. Me and Shalu are drunk asses the whole time. We're like, this is our animal. Can we, should we stop watching? <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> this is a much better movie than Animal. Yeah, we could say that. But not that much better. Which I is mean, like in a, a crazy thing to say. <laughs> I mean, That's I so disappointing. Zoya Akhtar, what are you doing? I, I didn't want to say it, but it's true. <laughs> Why do... um? I feel like all the people in Bollywood are like either a in a very insulated bubble where like they only hear praise about their movies or b just like doing it for the marketing purposes. Like I've seen it with Archie's and I saw it with Animal where it's like there's a lot of people that hated both of those movies, but the show the filmmakers are like constantly talking about how much it's being praised. They have to. They can't be like, "Damn, my movie sucked ass." Yeah, yeah I mean, but yeah, like I feel like they're they're doing it a lot more now than like 
people historically do in Bollywood. I don't know. There was a there was a movie that I saw recently that got like a like a seven year anniversary movie of this movie, like celebration of this movie. And it was like a movie that wasn't that good. <laughs> but like I feel like they do that a lot too. It's just a mid movie. Yeah. It's all about the Instagram marketing, honestly. Oh, also the whole like, oh, our movie is like breaking records and making all this money is complete bullshit too, because it's like Okay, obviously, if you, like, market your movie enough, people are gonna go see it. Just because I went and, like, watched Animal doesn't mean that, like, I'm saying it was good. So, like, the amount of money a movie is making is not equivalent to, like, whether people are liking it. Like, that's just a false statement. And it's annoying that all of these, like, literally all the producers this year have always have been saying, like, oh, my God, like, 500 crore club. And it's like, that literally doesn't mean anything except the fact that you're making money. That is an interesting point, though, because it's like when, when we're talking about like 500 crores and like a thousand crores, what that means is like the movie has like has longevity. Right. So like people are watching this not only just past the first week, like because there are movies that are like like I guess we could take Tiger 3 as an example. Charlotte, only me and you watched it like. Yeah. This weekend it made a shitload of money. Then it fell off so hard. But it was like, why are these movies? And it, it's true, like these movies that are making this much money this year, like Joan, Animal, God, they're they're not good movies, but they're making so much money, like like literally all time, that so many people are going to watch this movie in the fourth, fifth, sixth weeks of its releases. Yeah. Um, again, it's not that it's good. Like, is it? Do they think it's good? I, I don't know. Like. They're definitely marketing it as that, but I think that, like, you know, that's that's definitely a strategy, right? Because I'm sure as, like, the movie makers, they're reading everything, right? They're reading, like, critics, they're, like, listening to, like, the actual audience reactions, but what they're going to post on their Instagram is just going to be the positive stuff to, like, continue building hype for it. Um, But it's just, like, annoying because, like, a lot, I think a lot of us, like, audience goers will see that and be like, oh, like, it must be good because they're just marketing it in a way that, like, equates the amount of money with, like, quality of movie, which is not the same thing. Right. But it is, like, I mean, so much of Bollywood is just, like, marketing and hype now. Yeah, Um, but I think it's just both industries, too, right? Like, it's the same conversation. like oh, a Marvel movie made this much. Oh, Godzilla made this much. Like, it is something that is a measure of success for the makers, right? Because it's like, that's all they really care about. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. It's very sad indeed. Anyways. Just go watch The Railway Men. That's that's it. Yeah, that's the conclusion of this podcast is just watch The Railway Men. Don't watch anything else. Just kidding. Or if you, if you need an excuse to get really drunk, uh, watch Archie's. Can I Wait. close it out with uh, my favorite line from Archie's? Go for it. Is it the cake one? The cake one? Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, what's the cake one? You have to say the cake one. Suhana Khan, so something, I, it was in Hindi, I think, but she's like, you know what's good about cake? Is that you could eat it at any time. Pranakta <laughs> <laughs> wrote that. Yeah, those are the kind of quality dialogues that you'll get in Archie's. This is the same guy that directed Jilchata here. And done. Just yeah, don't watch don't watch Archie's. Just go rewatch Dil Chata Hai or Zindagi Na Milegi Dubara. Or if you kind of hate yourself, just don't watch Dil Chata Hai. Watch Archie's. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, <It's> you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.